KOCF LP Venita and KOCF.org, a service of the Oregon Country Fair. Hello. 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 Gentlemen, I give you science in action. You know, Andy, he's a wonderful fella, but sometimes I just don't understand him, do you? Yeah. He's a nut.
Well, a very pleasant good morning to you all. Welcome on in to another daily edition of Music Gumbo here on 92.7 KOCF. Your musical consigliere, Andy Goldfinger, sitting in with you. I'll be here until 2 p.m. today providing you with, hopefully, some type of enjoyment, musical relief, I would say. Big day today. 12.30, we'll be talking to former Jefferson Airplane and current Hot Tuna emissary, Yorma Kakonen, which should be most enjoyable for everyone who is tuned in. And we still got the regular stuff. Got new releases today. Chuck Prophet has a new album out. More from that cool Monkey House album, G-Love, Neil Young, all with new releases. And then the Musical Pantry has dispersed the likes of Al Hurt, Leon Russell, the great Ray Triscari playing some trumpet, Galactic, Aerosmith, Larkin Poe, Tito Puente, Nickel Creek, Ry Cooter, The Skylarks, Hugh Laurie, Chardet, Ringo Starr, and many, many more to fill out the four hours today. And then we've got birthdays for Jerry Rafferty, Dusty Springfield, Henry Mancini, Jason Sheff. We'll be hearing music from all of those participants today. Well, let's start off with something new, shall we? Get this party rolling on this beautiful Thursday afternoon, turning out to be shaping up nice. We're broadcasting live, of course, from the Flying Eye Studios, high atop the 15th floor of the Farmer Building in beautiful downtown Vanita. Let's begin things with some Chuck Prophet here on KOCF. down into nothing and sometimes I float oh, oh, right up into the ceiling but it keeps getting harder and harder to make it on my own but I try yeah. I got my best shirt on Size, I think you're gonna like it. 
Chasing the sun 
Mellencamp from his self-titled album, Positively Crazy, the song we heard. Widespread Panic in there with Stephen's Cat, Larkin Poe. That's actually a new one from them, Holy Ghost Fire, Self-Made Man album. And then brand new from Chuck Prophet from The Land That Time Forgot. We heard Best Shirt On. You've made your way to Music Gumbo here on 92.7 KOCF. Let's take care of some business and then more new music. Support for KOCF is provided by The Broadway Grill. Located at 24992 West Broadway Avenue in downtown Bonita. They are open seven days a week at 11 a.m. Monday through Friday and 8 a.m. Saturday and Sunday. The Broadway Grill serves a wide variety of home-cooked meals as well as fine beverages. And they have takeouts too. That's the Broadway Grill located at 24992 West Broadway Avenue in Bonita. Their phone number is 501-935-4688. Join your host, Wally Bowen, for the KOCF Music Hour here on Fern Ridge Community Radio every Saturday and Sunday at 1 p.m. for a sampling of music and points of interest about some of your favorite artists. I'll tell you, it's going to be tough when all this comes to an end and we go back to the real world and real life. 
and don't get to do this every day. It has been truly a joy for me. I mean, this is week five now. I, I, it's hard to even imagine that that's how long we've been at this. But I uh, want to thank everybody for all the kind and generous words that you've sent me. And keep in mind, KOCF is your virus-free music oasis. Now, this new album, love this band. This I had never heard of this band. This is courtesy of Chris Stilwell introducing us to Monkey House, folks. The new album is called Headquarters. This is Emily Einstein on KOCF.
Try. 
Henry Mancini, born on this day in 1924, and that song featuring the fine trumpet work of Ray Trescari, the Pink Panther theme here on 92.7 KOCF and streaming at KOCF.org. Hugh Laurie in that set as well. That's right. Dr. House himself, he's got two albums out. That was Didn't It Rain and uh, the startling vocals from Gabby Moreno. That was released back in 2013. Eel Grateful Dead from Oxamoxa doing China Cat Sunflower, the speeded up version. Yeah, there's there's so many different versions of that song. I thought the original album version would be nice. And brand new from Monkey House, Emily Einstein from the new album Headquarters. You've made your way to Music Gumbo here on KOCF. Let's take a break and then Beatles. Support for KOCF is provided by Discount Motorcycle Parts in Eugene. Discount Motorcycle Parts is your riding gear headquarters for discount parts and accessories. Discount Motorcycle Parts is located at 995 Tyne Street, number 7, right across from Eugene DMV. You can visit their website at dmp-oregon.com. The phone number for Discount Motorcycle Parts is 541-686-0334. I'm Randy Painter from the Radio Archive, the show with vintage playbacks of fun radio. CFL. Yes, where? What? Why do they keep your guys so secluded up there that no one can come in there and see you? Like by a window or something. Because we're all ugly. Either all ugly. I don't want to ruin the image of the station. Radio Archive. Stuff we used to listen to every Saturday at noon, repeated Sunday at noon on 92.7 FM and at KOCF.org. And if you got the chance, folks, you've got to tune in to that show because talk about memories being flooded. Every t- every week, there's just something, and you, you hear commercials from from those days, and you go, "Wow!" I mean, for me, I you know, I was a kid, so I grew up with radio of that era, and has have always loved it. As you might know, it seems obvious, doesn't it? Uh, anyway, let's let's get back to, and you know, let's let's go to the website kocf.org. You can find the full complement of KOCF programming choices right there for your perusal. You can even download a copy should you so choose. Now, coming up at 1230. We'll be talking to Yorma Kokonen, a former member of the Jefferson Airplane and current emissary of Hot Tuna. And when you look at the breadth of his career and the the events that he has played at as part of the Jefferson Airplane, it, it's really quite staggering. I mean, you talk about events that changed our culture, our society, groundbreaking. I mean, well, You'll hear all about that in a couple of hours. Now, the Beatles, 1964. And so I, I get these little tidbits, and sometimes I, I have to change the words because the way the way they're worded, it's really, it's it's so benign. So so this one, I have to read this one as it is because it says, the Beatles filmed some chase sequences for their upcoming movie, A Hard Day's Night, in the Notting Hill Gate area of London. So yes, let's have one of the number one songs from the movie. Okay, when I'm home, 
Thinking man's gotta eat right sometime I don't need much and I don't pay No starvation wage The poor falls out on a poison ground You don't rob a van That's Ryan's most recent album. The album's Prodigal Son, uh, Shrinking Man, the song, Ry Cooter, the man. First time I saw him, he opened for Eric Clapton. I think it was 1981. Uh, unbelievable. Hooked ever since. It's one of those people that 81 was a good year. Hooked on Ry Cooter, hooked on uh, Blasters. Yeah, good good year. The Skylarks in front of that, even in the afternoon. The Royal Southern Brotherhood, which is just a, a killer supergroup, features uh, Cyril Neville. Devin Allman, Charlie Wooten on the bass, just a great band. They kind of still are together, but you know they got the Devin Allman, Allman Betts thing, and Mike Zito's on his own. Mike Zito was in that band as well. Just a killer band. Little Feats from the Dixie Chicken album, Fat Man in the Bathtub, and the Beatles starting things. It's the only way that I can say it. I, I don't know why, but it's really the only way I can say it. Hard Day's Night. From the soundtrack, and it was 1964, chase sequences were filmed for that very movie. Now, you know, clearly you're listening and tuned your device to 92.7 KOCF LP Vanita and streaming at KOCF.org. Don't be afraid. Tell your friends. Tell your neighbors. Support for KOCF is provided by the Fernridge Review, serving Vanita, Elmira, and points in between. It is a tremendous benefit having a local newspaper like the Fernridge Review in our community. Where else can you get information crucial to the communities where you live? The paper offers local businesses a great way to advertise to the folks most likely to use their goods and services, thusly providing tremendous access. Subscribe or just pick one up weekly at the many locations around town. Hey there, this is Sean Cummins, Show Reverb, where we'll dig through the crates and bring you two hours of rockabilly, surf, and all things rock and roll from the 50s, early 60s, and even a little of the late 40s every week. Catch a new episode of Reverb every Saturday from 2 to 4 p.m. and hear it again the following Sunday in the same time slot. All right here on KOCF. 
And I'll tell you, if you go to the website, you can find the full complement of programming choices right there on the homepage. And to save you the trouble right now, I'll tell you what's coming up later on today. Two o'clock, Stu Burgess going to be broadcasting live from the Falcon Radio Studios at Elmira High School, live for your enjoyment. Then four o'clock, Terra which is music of the Grateful Dead and their assorted paraphernalia. Meet the Beatles. See, I told you, <laughs> it just comes out that way. Six o'clock, <laughs> Long Strange Trip at seven, hosted by Wally Bowen. Play It Again, hosted by JD at eight, Alternative Radio at nine, Golden Days of Radio at 10, and Democracy Now! at 11. And uh, coming up at 12.30 today, we'll be chatting with Yorma Kokonen, former member of the Jefferson Airplane and current emissary of the Hot Tuna configuration, which right now I think is just uh, him and, and uh, Jack. So, more new music. G-Love puts out something new once in a while. Not really an album, but he just puts out some stuff. This one he teamed up with Ron Artis. It's Digging Roots here on KOCF. Oh, I'm digging 
say Papa was a jack of all trades That's a letter to an early grave Some people say Papa used to fake bar and steal To pay his fees Papa was never too much of thinking Spent most of his time chasing women and drinking Mama, I'm depending on you to tell me the truth Mama looked up at me and said Throw in the towel. I'm 
think we pretty much covered everything in that set, wouldn't you say? Finishing off with Galactic, doing Witch Doctor from their Crazy Horse Mongoose album. I heard Wild Steed in front of that with uh, the vocals of the late Shredimus Marcus Whalen and uh, the title cut from the Still Kicking album. David Lindley, Papa Woods, Rolling Stone, Very Greasy is the album. Ma Darbs, she still thinks that she's responsible for him naming that album that. Uh, Sergio Mendez and Brazil 66, The Look of Love from the Casino Royale soundtrack. And reason being, Dusty Springfield sings that song, and she was born on this day in 1939. And then new from G-Love, Digging Roots with his help from Bud Ron Artis from the album. I guess it's called The Juice Andy Goldfinger sitting in with you. It is uh, Music Gumbo on this Thursday. We're going to be talking to Yorma Kokonen at 1230 this afternoon. Uh, stay by, sit back, relax, grab yourself a cold beverage. It's a beautiful day outside. Flying Ink Media designs long-term and short-term marketing solutions, blending print, radio, television, graphic design, social, and digital marketing for community nonprofits, local businesses, and national entertainment production companies and venues. You can find them on the web at flyinginkmedia.com. Hello, baby. It's me, the Walrus of Love. Are you looking for a radio show that has all your psychedelic favorites, but also knows how to get down and dirty with the buzz sound you love? Oh, yeah. When Saturday night rolls around and it's 10 p.m. and you're still not satisfied, tune your radio and listen to the Dr. Yeti Show because he's got... What you need, baby. At 10 p.m. is Sunday night, too. Dr. Yeti. Along with many other programs over the weekend, Dr. Yeti, just one of many. Now, go to the website, kocf.org, and you can find the full complement of programming choices right there on the homepage or download a copy for yourself. Now, also on the website, you might notice the little blue Donate Now button. You know, I notice that in my wallet, all the cash that was there six weeks ago, it's still there. So we're a community radio station. I know folks are struggling in many, 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 many other ways, but if you have the resources, we have had so many of our events canceled and we rely on those events for our fundraising, which is you, the community out there that comes to see those events. So if you have the means, please go to the website, kocf.org, click on the Donate Now button, and go ahead and send something our way to keep things going. Now, 1964, imagine you're a teenager in the UK. You've been seeing these guys around town, and all of a sudden, they release their debut album. Ladies and gentlemen, The Rolling Stones. Get him to the 
I know what you're thinking, but he would have been 73 years old today, and I, I couldn't bring myself to do Baker Street or Stuck in the Middle. That's Jerry Rafferty, title cut from his Night Owl album. Also heard Steely Dan in that set as well, extended version of FM, and if you like the sax work in that song, that was Pete Chrislieb playing the tenor saxophone, and if you recognize some of the background vocals, if your ears are that keen... You probably heard Glenn Fry, Don Henley, and Tim Schmidt in the background. Jeff Picaro playing the drums on that song of Toto, who was a longtime member of Steely Dan's Session Revolving Door. Heard the Benny Green Trio in there with McThing from Testifying Live at the Village Vanguard. 
and the Rolling Stones, ladies and gentlemen. Route 66, from their self-titled debut album, 1964, on this day, sold over 200,000 copies. And mark of distinction, ladies and gentlemen. Number one, two weeks later, and the first non-Beatles album to reach the top of the charts in over a year. AOCF is supported by J.C. Raven Tap Cafe. J.C. Raven Tap Cafe is a local, family-friendly breakfast, lunch, and dinner destination with breakfast all day, daily specials, a full bar, and beer and cider on tap. J.C. Raven Tap Cafe, located at 160 West 6th Avenue in Junction City, is open Monday through Thursday from 11 a.m. to 8 p.m., Fridays from 11 a.m. to 9 p.m., and on Saturdays from 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. Learn more about catering or orders to go from J.C. Raven Tap Cafe at 541-234-2162. Ladies and gentlemen, 92.7 KOCF is proud to present the Rural War Room. That's us. We're the Rural War Room. I'm Byron Warner. I'm Donovan Suit. We're madcap record collectors, just uh, a a swim in a world full of music. And uh, we'd like to drag you on in here with us. Come on in. The water's fine. Four hours of worldwide weird. Saturday and Sunday nights, midnight to 4 a.m. Only on 92.7 KOCF FM LP Vanita. You know Better to look good than to feel good. That's what they always say, you know. Now, also coming up today, 2 o'clock, Stu Burgess live from the Falcon Radio Studios at Elmira High School. That's at 2 p.m. at 4 p.m. Terrapin Alley featuring music of the Grateful Dead and their assorted families and sorts. Mate the Beatles. At 6 o'clock, Long Strange Trip, hosted by Wally Bowen. (laughs) At 7 o'clock, Play It Again, hosted by JD at 8, Alternative Radio at 9, Golden Days of Radio at 10, and uh, Democracy Now! at 11. And now, what do you say? New music. Neil Young and Crazy Horse. He's kind of redone the Shut It Down from the Colorado album. This is Shut It Down 2020 on KOCF.
I remember one time, very, very long ago, we counted how many times they said yeah in that song. I wish I could remember. I think it's like in the 20s or something. That's Earth, Wind, and Fire with Shining Star. Leon Russell back to the island. Cake with the Italian guy from their album Showroom of Compassion. And Neil Young started things off with something new from, oh, I put my glasses on. Everything's clear now. Shut it down 2020 from the Colorado album. Andy Goldfinger sitting in with you. It is Music Gumbo on this Thursday just about to be afternoon, straight up 12 o'clock, 92.7 KOCF LP Vanita. And yes, four days running, ladies and gentlemen. The KOCF Community Calendar airs weekdays at 7 a.m., noon, and 4 p.m., featuring events of interest for the Fern Ridge community. And here's the community calendar for the week of April 13th. The Holt Center for the Performing Arts is seeking submissions for the first Stay Home Talent Show, encouraging all performers, including musicians, actors, singers, dancers, comedians, and more, to submit a three-minute video for consideration. For more information and rules, go to holtcenter.org forward slash Stay Home Talent Show. Lane County Legal Aid, Oregon Law Center, provides civil legal housing assistance to persons in economic and social need in Lane County through help and referrals for homeowners and tenants facing foreclosure and eviction-related legal problems. Interested listeners can call 855-412-8828 weekdays. And for more information, go to lclac.org. 
United Way of Lane County is the local affiliate for Dolly Parton's Imagination Library, a book-giving program that mails free books to kids from birth to age 5. To register or to donate, visit Dolly's website at imaginationlibrary.com. The Center for Disease Control Guidelines recommend all people wear cloth face coverings in public settings, such as grocery stores and pharmacies, when maintaining other social distancing measures are difficult. CDC guidelines to make cloth face coverings at home from common materials at low cost can be found at cdc.gov. Lane County Public Health is working closely with the Oregon Health Authority to monitor the international outbreak of the 2019 novel coronavirus called COVID-19. View the latest testing, patient, and resource information for Lane County at lanecounty.org. If you have an event you'd like aired, please submit it at least two weeks in advance on our website at kocf.org and click on the community calendar link. Be sure to check our website for guidelines. This is a free service for the Fern Ridge community and the greater Eugene Springfield area. I'm Dr. Anthony Lizowitz and this is Climate Connections. On a 100-acre farm in Minnesota, chickens graze in paddocks under perennial hazelnut and elderberry bushes. Annual crops such as beans and vegetables are planted nearby. Rocky Casillas is with the Main Street Project, the nonprofit that runs the farm. He says the farm's methods are good for the animals, plants, and the climate. The poultry and the perennials have this symbiotic relationship The trees provide the poultry with shade and protection against avian predators. The bird's manure adds nutrients to the soil, and the perennial bushes help store carbon in the ground. To teach more people to farm this way, the Main Street Project offers bilingual training programs, particularly geared towards local farm laborers, who are often Latino immigrants. Part of that training is learning how to create a business plan, how to manage your finances, how to find markets, and how to care for the chickens, for the flock. Casillas says the goal is to provide people with skills and knowledge they could apply in raising chickens on their own or even in starting their own small farms. Climate Connections is produced by the Yale Center for Environmental Communication. Learn more at YaleClimateConnections.org. With your Mayo Clinic Radio Health Minute, I'm Joel Street. A cancer diagnosis can turn anyone's world on end. There are so many questions, fears, and uncertainties. That's why it's important to have those crucial conversations with your care team. You want to know, what is the treatment? What am, what am I going to experience? What are the medicines? What are the side effects? And I, that's... Clearly an important part of what I talk about. For oncologist Dr. Amanika Kumar, that's just the beginning. I actually bring the family into it. And I actually first really talk about, you know, everyone is going to go through a different journey. For Dr. Kumar, it's about preserving a patient's sense of power and self. We can get very focused on the surgery or the chemo and the numbers, but only you can define what quality of life is. I can't tell you what's quality of life. That has to come from each person, and it's based on their own values. Patients have to make really value-based decisions about their cancer treatment. For more information, talk with your health care provider or visit mayoclinic.org. Funding for KOCF is provided by the Oregon Country Fair. 
a nonprofit organization dedicated to our local communities 365 days a year. Each year, the Oregon Country Fair holds a three-day fundraiser on 300 acres along the Lawn Tom River, featuring some of the finest music, crafts, and artisans in the country. That's not all. The Oregon Country Fair is active in the community all year long, providing grants, sponsoring events, and supporting numerous local activities. Information is always available at OregonCountryFair.org. Take a walk down nature's path with me every Saturday and Sunday afternoon from 4 to 6 p.m. with Mother Cell Radio on 92.7 KOCFLP Vanita, Fern Ridge Community Radio. And coming up just a little bit later on this afternoon at 2 p.m., Stu Burgess will be broadcasting live from the Falcon Radio studio in Elmira High School. Now, what do we got for you? Oh, let's go to 1956, Buddy Holly's very first single released. But now you're gone And I am left here all alone With the blue memories I think of you
Chicago. Does anybody really know what time it is? Oh, I could tell you. It's 12.15. But the extended beginning on that and bass player Jason Sheff, born on this day in 1972. Hey, that's the same year I was born. How about that? He must be a new bass player <laughs> because most of the other guys in that band are in their 70s. Him and uh, Walfredo Reyes, drummer, probably the, the youngins. Uh, Walfredo, former drummer for um, David Lindley in that band. When you have Walfredo in your band, you don't need a percussionist because he plays all of those things. Talking Heads, Stay Up Late from Little Creatures, Buddy Holly, the first record he ever released, Blue Days, Black Nights. It's on an album called One of a Kind. I'm Andy Goldfinger. This is Music Gumbo. When we come back, we'll get into our final stanza before we dial up Yorma Kokonen. Feeling lethargic? Listless? You talking to me? Go ahead. Make my day. Well, KOCF has your musical remedy to cure whatever ails you. You can pick up your prescription by tuning your radio frequency to 92.7 FM or use your computer and stream your relief at KOCF.org. 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 372 days a year. Our locally produced programs will provide you with the relief you need. It's very difficult to comprehend. I wonder if it'd be louder with bigger wires. 
Support for KOCF Fern Ridge Radio is brought to you by Pacific Hometown Insurance, providing home, auto, business, and health insurance to the Junction City and Fern Ridge areas. Find out more at David at PacificHometownInns.com or call 541-998-2383. Well, there's always Elvis news. It's either Elvis or Beatles. 1955, the Big E was the headliner at the Big D Jamboree, a live radio show on KRLD in Dallas, Texas. An in-studio audience was admitted for 60 cents. Tore it up, the Big E. I said, see, 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 right up. Oh, see, what you have done. I said, see, 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 right up. Oh, see, what you have done. Oh, girl, you made me love you. No, 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 you love me better than gone. Well, what I say. And I'm going away, baby And I won't be back to fall Well, if I find me a good girl I want to be back at all Hear what I say I said, see, 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 right Oh, see, what you have done
just begun Body is on a run Tell me now it's untrue
We're hearing Hot Tuna Funky number seven in the background. And on the phone with me, I have Yorma Kakonin. Yorma, welcome to the show. You're right. Hey, thanks for having me. Pleasure to have you. Truly a privilege, I must say. Now, well, it'd be more it'd be more fun if we could see each other in person, but that's just not the way it is today. I I know I do I do like the in person much much more, but this is this is going to suffice for now. I'll take it. I'll take it. Absolutely. Now, every once in a while, I, I hear stories about people, and and from time to time, I actually have the opportunity to ask the person if the story is true. So now the story goes that when you were asked to join the Jefferson airplane, that you were reluctant at first. Is that, is that really true? That is true. I mean, I'd never really played in the band before. And, um, I just didn't see, I, it's just, the gig just didn't seem like it was going to be fun to me. Fortunately, wiser minds and mind prevailed and, and they caught me. So how did they talk you into it? Well, I think what happened was, I mean, I mean, one one of the stories is that we went to a, a sort of a, it wasn't exactly an audition, but there was a bunch of people hanging out, and, and Ken Kesey was there, and he had an Echoplex, if any of the guitar geeks out there know what I'm talking about. It's a tape delay doodad with a moving head. And I, I brought a guitar and a little amp up that I had, even though I wasn't playing like the guitar at the time, and and plugged it in, and it it was fun. It was just fun, and so I, I guess I showed up for the, the for the second audition or whatever it was they called it. And this time I just brought a guitar, a cord, and an amp, and I didn't screw around with somebody else's gadget. And and they said uh, we can use you. And I said by that time I'd given it some serious thought, and I thought this is going to be fun. Okay, so now I w- I was trying to figure out a way to to ask you questions because. I mean, we're talking a long span of time. So I don't know if you're like me, but I am in physical pain that there's no baseball. Yeah, well, yeah, I'm in physical pain because of a lot of things. So I'll, <laughs> I'll go with you on the baseball there. I mean, you know, traveling musicians like me, as you know, only too well, are unemployed right now. And I'm not complaining because it could be worse. But, yeah, I miss baseball. I miss doing a gig. Um, uh, I miss the end of the hockey season. I mean, it's... Uh, and listen, once again, it could be worse, right. but it could be better. So I was thinking of your career in terms of baseball cards. So Okay. So now, 1967 was a pretty good year for the Jefferson Airplane and you. It was. It was. You had Surrealistic Pillar released in February of 67. Right. And then in June, you guys played at two of, well, arguably the first and second music festivals of all time in the Fantasy Fair at Mount Tamalpais, and then the following week sure. at Monterey Pop Festival. Talk about those. Correct. I mean, those are seminal events. Talk about what those were like and who you enjoyed and were surprised by at those events. Sure. Well, I re- you know, as, as, a, as a moment of grand epiphany, I would have to, I would give Monterey the top billing on that, but I'll get to that in a sec. I mean that, that that the other festival we mentioned about going up on the mountain, in a way, because there were so many San Francisco regulars there, and it was sort of like in our literally in our own backyard, across the, uh, across the Golden Gate Bridge. Uh, yeah, it was cool, 
and all that kind of stuff. But it was sort of just like a larger version of what many of us have been doing for some time in San Francisco, free gigs in the park and the panhandle, et cetera, et cetera. But Monterey was the first outside the Bay Area festival, in my opinion, that dignified the art form that we know as rock and roll. I mean, there had been folk festivals, there had been jazz festivals, all kinds of classical festivals, but there really hadn't been a true rock festival before. So that was kind of the first one. Uh, and the other thing was, uh, because we played Monterey Jazz in that same venue, and years before, I'd, I'd, I'd uh, played on an amateur stage for, the, for one of the uh, years that the Monterey Folk Festival was, they had that, same venue. Anyway, so here we are at that fairgrounds in Monterey, small by today's standards, but massive by yesteryear's standards. And there are, there are all these artists from all over the world, not just the San Francisco gang. I mean, you know, we were there. We know Janice was there, et cetera, et cetera. Right. But, but, but it, it, Hendrix was there the first time that, <clears throat> and that me or any of my friends saw Hendrix. Otis Redding was there. Robbie Shankar was there. I mean, it was, it was just an amazing thing, you know, and then, of course, the real cherry on top was when they made a movie out of it. And those of us that couldn't have imagined, you know, um, that we would be in a movie, much less have a record played on the radio. So with, with Serialistic Pillow being released just a few months before, when you get to Monterey Pop, had people already been hearing Surrealistic Pillow on the radio by that time? I think in a limited way. I don't think it had really gotten traction, as the DJs like to say. <clears throat> but but it was getting there. It was starting to move. I mean, Surrealistic Pillow, you know, you know, bands, you can wait a lifetime for something like that to happen, and it'll never happen. I mean, we were on the charts for two years with that with that record. Right. Now, another year that was seemed to kind of stand out was 1969. It's like, you're, it's like a rookie year, and then your sophomore year, then you start to be a veteran. Right. You've been playing for a while now, and 69, you have Woodstock, New Orleans Pop, and Altamont. So let's let, let's start with Woodstock. Do you, did you have I've talked to a, actually a couple people that have played there. Did you enjoy Woodstock at all? You know, I think you, you know, I think I enjoyed it back then because we were young and and none of us had ever seen anything like that and and probably won't again. Uh if I were to do in my quote unquote maturity if I had a gig like that, I'd go, this gig sucks. I mean, you know, <laughs> you know, but the, but the reasons I would say it sucked today didn't matter back then because right. there was a sense, that incredible sense of community and identity that again, will probably not be re replicated for my generation ever. But anyway, I mean, it was huge. It was exciting. Uh, There's a lot of people, people for the most part seemed to get along and, and nobody really cared about the fact that they didn't have porta potties or uh, or backstage amenities. Well, and and you bring up you bring up a point about about the music of that period, and I and I always think of that that early '60s to to the early '70s period as as the most remarkably creative period of music that that doesn't <clears throat> seem like it could be duplicated, and and the artists that were in that that era that that Woodstock era, the Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young's, the Jimi Hendrix, sure. those, those types of the Jefferson airplane, et cetera. It doesn't seem like that type of creativity can, can flourish anymore in, in some sense. Does, does it seem like that? To you? Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, if we were to sit down in a, 
like a classroom or something like that. And this, we'd have to define a lot of terms here. Yeah, the answer is, yeah, I know exactly what you mean, and I agree. Uh, I would have to be careful today about using terms about creativity, et cetera, et cetera, because there's a lot of creativity out there, but there's something different. And I don't say this just because I was there then, I'm an old guy now. There was something, there was magic in the air, artistic magic in the air, not just for the airplane, but for all kinds of people. Um, you know, my daughter, my teenage daughter could cut pretty much a cool album in her room with her iPhone today that we couldn't have done back then, you know, but, but the, the fact that the art, whether it was spoken word or graphic art, like the posters or whatever, or the music, um, was so inextricably intertwined with the social fabric at the time. I'm not a teenager today. I'm not in my 20s by any stretch of the imagination, but I don't see that kind of relationship between today's art and the the movement of and social movement. I just don't see it. So, so I think a lot of that played into the fact into what you're talking about. The other thing too was is that we were experimenting with a lot of stuff. You know, the kids that play electric guitar today know so much more than me and my pals did back then. Right. With gadgets and that. But we did it first. I'm not saying we're better than them. It's not about that. But the fact is, it was new when we did it, a lot of that stuff, and that's not new now. Now, people are always telling me, like, why don't you do, uh, I, you know, one of, one of these airplane jam songs. I go, listen, you know, you, I mean, you literally had to be there, and it was all new for us, and the chemistry of things were happening. You can't replicate a lot of that stuff. So I remember that, uh, you know, back then we used to think about, wow, this is kind of like I imagine Paris was in the 20s or something like that, you know. So there, there was this huge creative burst that was happening in San Francisco in general, but around the world, I mean, around the world in general, in San Francisco in particular, that I'm not sure that something's going to happen like that in my lifetime. Something else that that you mentioned now, and it brings up something in my head. I I was curious because it seems like the, the further down the West coast, like the, in LA, the music seemed to be more influenced by the British invasion and, and the San Francisco or Bay Area music didn't seem to have that that kind of right. influence from the British invasion. Where do you think San Francisco got its crux of musical influences from? Well, one of the things, I mean, San Francisco, the San Francisco bands, I think, were largely, you know, not entirely influenced, but, <clears throat> excuse me, largely influenced by traditional American music, by blues, rhythm, blues, folk music, this and that. And the other thing was that so many of us, you know, me and my pals, you know, the only people that in the airplane that were quote-unquote professional band musicians were Jack and Spencer. You know, you know, Marty was a vocalist back, uh, you know, some years before, but the rest of us were learning on the job. Right. I, I remember back in the day that there, there's that aura of professionalism that happened in L.A. where you took your musical career seriously. It's not to say that we didn't. But, you know, we really weren't burdened by a lot of the rules of classical composition, to to, to borrow a classical metaphor there. Um, and so we did a lot of stuff that we did, because that's all we knew how to do, this sort of like violated, quote unquote, some of the rules. Now, I was talking to Jack, you know, I know a lot more about music today than I did, than I did back then. And as a result, the stuff that I play may be on some level more sophisticated than was then, 
but it's not as innovative as it was because I just know too much stuff now, if that makes any sense. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Without a doubt. Um, so let's talk about another event. Let's talk about Altamont because you guys, sure. I, I believe you guys were playing when the Bedlam started to break out. And it was, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. was, I mean, wasn't it Marty that got knocked out and then things kind of devolved from there? Well, if you're, uh, what, what's the name of the album? I mean, the movie, Give Me Shelter or whatever it was. Right. Uh, yeah. If you look, if you look at the Altamont movie, <clears throat> you will notice that Jack and Spencer and I never quit. You know, I always tell my guitar students, you know, when, no matter what happens on stage, never quit playing. And we, we continue to play until we just got pushed on the drums and, and we couldn't play anymore. Yeah, Marty said something to some Hells Angel who took issue with it <laughs> and uh, and cold-cocked him, and everything just started to go south from there. Now, if you think about Altamont. I mean, listen, <clears throat> we've talked about it a lot because we just passed the, the anniversary of Altamont, and I've got to say, you know, First of all, yes, it was a, it was in a horrible place. Yes, it was ill thought out to have the Hell's Angels as as whatever they were. There's a lot of stuff that's ill thought out, but it's also ill thought out for a huge audience to go and think we're going to get something free and we're going to get it exactly the way we like it. So there's a lot of blame spread around right. there, and in my opinion, you got to blame the audience too. The other thing was that the stage. I don't remember. You know, memory is a funny thing. I'd like to say that the stage was only 12 inches high. It was probably higher than that, but not much higher. Wow. I mean, it was just, everything was ill thought out from the beginning. So we were there at ground zero, not just we, but, you know, everybody that played on that stage were at ground zero with this unpleasantly, uh, <laughs> whatever, <laughs> this angry crowd. And that's, that's kind of how it started. Right. Yeah. That, it, it, and I've seen the movie and it, it, you just kind of, have to shake your head sometime. I mean, as a as a as an observer, you shake your head. Now, now, what was the impetus totally. for for you guys wanting to start Hot Tuna? Well, you know, I think Jack and I, you know, Jack and I were, <coughs> excuse me, we're in a high school band together in '58. We played together, you know, off and on, you know, most of our playing lives. Um, I think in the beginning we didn't really think about starting another band. But we we spent a lot of time just doing stuff together and playing, and it became apparent when the Jefferson Airplane was not as interested in touring as we wanted to be at that time, that we had all of a sudden developed a repertoire of stuff. Like I, you know, one of the one of the things I tell students is, you know, you start playing out an instrument, and then pretty much you you learn a song, you know, and then you learn a couple songs, you can go to an open mic, you know, and then you learn a couple more, you can do a set of somebody that's to play a set. And if you stay alive, alive long enough, you have a body of work. So we got we got to that playing a set stage, and I remember Paul invited us on the stage for the airplane to do sort of what would become a hot tuna set at the time, and we just kind of like slid into it. Wow, that, I mean, because the first time the first time I actually saw hot tuna wasn't until 1981, and and it was just you and Jack at the Wiltern in L.A. and and I sat sure I sat second row. And at that time, like taping was just becoming a, a thing, right? And the the guy that I went with was taping the show, and I had to sit motionless and silent through the show, which was next to impossible. <laughs> because watching your fingers, being able to watch you up that close, it, it was just it was astounding to see you guys work together and and work off of each other. 
Yeah, well, Jack, like I said, you know, Jack is my oldest friend, aside from being a musical buddy. And, you know, people say, are you guys telepathic? And I go, no, we're not. But we spent a lot of time together. And so we read each other really well. And we did then, and we still do. Uh, you know, since you mentioned <clears throat> fingers, I'm going to just throw a quick plug out here. Uh, this Saturday night, um, or every Saturday at 8 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, we're doing a free live stream from our little theater. We have a, a production studio at the Fur Peace Ranch, and so you can go to Fur Peace uh, TV on YouTube and tune in 8 o'clock. And the, and the reason I mentioned this is because we're doing a three-camera shoot, and one of the cameras is on my finger, so you can see it up close and personal. Nice. I was I was going to talk about that for sure that on the Saturday. Now, okay, I got one more question because you you have become sure. as as things evolved in the airplane you really started to become more of a songwriter as well which you which you didn't start out as what what made you start to move into the path of writing songs i mean even though you contributed things yeah Uh, my bandmates did and god bless them for that i i I don't think i i probably would have never actually written a song i did that at an instrumental embryonic journey but that's not exactly writing a song um yeah to write a song with lyrics i mean you know marty and grace and paul they always encouraged me to do that. You know, I, I would have never thought about it or had the confidence to do it. And and so they not only encouraged me to do that, but when I did it, I got a song on the album. Nice. And then you like pretty it. cool. <laughs> and are yeah, you, are I you mean, still in contact with grace at all. Oh yeah. In fact, we just, we just had a telephone meeting yesterday and, uh, <laughs> she's the best. I love grace. Yeah. Jack and I are still, uh, we, we 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 talk easily once a month. Her, well, Jack and I talk all the time, but we talk with Grace once a month. Her art is fantastic. I mean, I I love it. Her is art. it I is agree. fantastic? So here's a here's a quick little bit of trivia. So have you seen that picture of hers of Monterey Pop? Yes. It's a yeah. They're okay. Well, next time you check it out, look closely, and you will see that the one band member, Jefferson Airplane, who was not in that painting is Paul Cantor, and so. <laughs> and I remember asking her about that, and she says, "Damn, I just forgot." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, check it out. You know, Mama Cass is there; all the other members are there, but Paul is not there. Oh, that's great. Well, and it wasn't intentional. <laughs> that's, so they didn't. So they weren't fighting at the time. <laughs> it's funny stuff. <laughs> Yorma, thank you so much for your time. I, I really appreciate it. Well, listen, my my pleasure. And like I say, if you got nothing to do at, uh, at you're out in California, right? Yep. Five, so it'll be uh, five o'clock. Five our o'clock t- your time. Yep. Five o'clock yep. our time. Tune into the live stream, folks. Everybody, make sure you tune in. Yorma, thank you so much. Going to go out with Wine Boy Blues. Awesome. Awesome. Thanks, man.
I had no idea. I had no idea that I could hold my breath that long. <laughs> oh, man. Thank you to Yorma for taking some time out today. Boy, a lot of time to sit and talk with me. And uh, we'll find a way to get that replayed somehow. That was Great stories. I'm going to take a break, and then uh, I'll take some time to peel myself off the ceiling. Support for KOCF is provided by World Pies in downtown Eugene at 8th and Charlton. World Pies provides a wonderful, relaxing space and live music almost daily. Check out the music calendar at worldpies.com. Their phone number is 541-338-9333. Hi, this is Marcus, host of the Highway 62 musical trip. On behalf of everyone here at 92.7 KOCF Fern Ridge Community Radio, thanks for checking us out. Always streaming at KOCF.org, baby. And you can catch Marcus on Highway 62 Saturday and Sunday at 8 p.m. Pacific time right here on 92.7 KOCF LP Vanita. Oh, need a nice long set now. Do some walking around the studio. Start breathing again. Yellow. 1972, they played their very first show live. 92.7 KOCF.
Suffering in God. 
See him a few years ago, then at the Grammy event, Rocky Dawuni. That's from his In Ghana. The album is uh, Reggae Around the World, Putumayo. Uh, Mose Davis in front of that, Boots and Jeans, Bruce Hornsby and the Noisemakers with Hey Kafka from the Rehab Reunion album. Uh, it's out a couple of years ago. Paul Simon with Graceland and ELO with Mr. Blue Sky. And it was 1972. They played their first live show to promote the debut album. And, well, things didn't go so well, so founding member Roy Wood split, and Jeff Lynne became a producing god, basically. That's how things went for them. Do you like the Grateful Dead? Not getting enough Grateful Dead in your diet? Well, KOCF is here to help. Terrapin Alley will be on Thursdays at 4 p.m. and feature music from the Grateful Dead and their family of related artists. That's Thursdays at 4 p.m. on 92.7 KOCF and streaming at KOCF.org. So 1993, Paul Cartney, or even Paul McCartney, was the headliner at this uh, benefit for Earth Day at the Hollywood Bowl. And I remember this show because I, I couldn't go because I had a toddler. So folks that played at that, they're going to be in this next set. But we'll start off with the headliner, which you don't normally do at a show like this, but we will for this occasion. It's Music Gumbo here on 92.7 KOCF, where Fernridge Community Radio.
John Henley with Dirty Laundry. And for those of you not from, from L.A., that song is written about Christine Lund, who was a newscaster down in L.A. and had the bleach blonde hair. And she did. She, she used to always report the worst of the worst news with a smile on her face. Ringo Starr in there as well. Steve Miller Band and Paul McCartney and Wings. And I've actually seen all 
everybody except Paul McCartney. So I, I don't know. That's definitely on the bucket list because he's still doing pretty good. Now, coming up to our last stanza, it's going to be a long one. We're going to take a nice long one to get out of here. Let's uh, take care of business. And then, uh, yes, a nice long set to begin with. I don't know which one we're going to begin. We might reshuffle that. Let's see. Support for Fern Ridge Community Radio KOCF is provided in part by the Wow Hall, located at 8th and Lincoln. The Wow Hall presents a wide array of music on a regular basis. Their phone number is 541-687-2746. That's 541-687-2746. Tune in to Alternative Radio, Thursdays at 9 p.m. on 92.7 FM, KOCF. Fern Ridge Community Radio. All right, we'll start. I think we'll start this one off. This one's for Hannah. She she likes herself some Tito Puente. This is Tito Puente and his concert orchestra with El Rey del Timbal. Soy yo, la ley, soy yo, el 
Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductee Laura Nero with Stone Cold Picnic from her album Eli and the 13th Confession. Sade in front of that with Keep Looking, Nickel Creek, Beauty and the Mess, Teresa James and the Rhythm Tramps. Don't make a habit of it. Uh, well, I'm trying to make a habit of it Monday through Friday anyway. And Tito Puente and his concert orchestra doing El Rey del Timbal. Bringing to a close yet another installment of Music Gumbo. And I should tell you, I mean, maybe not significant to you guys, but certainly to me. Come Monday, which happens to be 420, by the way. I'll have something interesting for 420. But come Monday, it will be my 400th show here at KOCF, if you can believe that. That is just kind of mind-boggling a little bit. So, yeah, time for me to get on out of here. I'm going to leave you now with tomorrow's guest. Her name is Terry Hendricks. She's a multi-instrumentalist from texas and she is outstanding if you've listened to this program at all over the years you have heard me play her quite a bit and she is fun to talk to this is the title cut from her album talk to a human and once again thank you so much to uh, yorma and also to cash who set this up Uh, thank you so much for setting it up who knows we may talk to jack next week but this is terry Hendricks. be good be safe today make sure you pay attention to what the Health officials are saying it's still time to stay in, folks. Just suck it up and enjoy the time with your families. Enjoy the time in your yard. Enjoy the time fixing up stuff at your house. Just do what you got to do. It'll be over soon. It'll be over soon. Just think, in, in not too long, this will just be a blip in our memories. Retrograde and sleep alone, alone, alone online. Looking for some water or a sign of life. Press star one nine, please hold to reach mankind. Messenger Mercury, Messenger Mercury. I want to talk to a human. Talk to a human only if it pays its doggy on the race to space download update phone to face the big machine knows our place in line alone in line bumper to bumper in the daily grind they troll the rabbit hole please hold to keep your soul messenger
somebody or a sign of life. Press star one nine, please hold. To reach mankind, please hold. To reach mankind, please hold me. motivation is not to be hassled what we've got here is failure to communicate i'm beginning to think i'm underpaid (laughs) 